Welcome to another figure week, park surface week, organic week. Hey everyone, my name is Ahmed Aldouri. I'm a concept artist and former instructor at Art Center College of Design, Brainstorm, CCS, CGMA, and various other places. And I would like to introduce to you this digital painting course that I've created. But before we get into anything, I just wanna thank you for the support you've all given me this whole time. And with the support of so many of you, I've been able to put together everything I know about painting into this digital painting course. You want to become a pro, illustrator, concept artist, or even just a hobbyist, but you don't have a clear map to get there. And that's where I come in. I spent the last six months compiling everything I know from my 20 years of art practice, and I've turned it all into a map, starting with foundations such as rendering shapes, color theory, painting basic subjects, understanding brushwork, brush economy, all that fun stuff, deconstructing the skull, drawing it from every angle, Angle, all the way to master studies, stylized painting, and you'll find yourself at the end of the course doing a concept art project based on everything that we learn in the first 14 lessons. So how does it work? Well, you sign up, you watch the lectures, do the assignments, post them to the community page if you want, and treat it as a self-study, except for those of you who have signed up for the weekly meeting where I personally critique your work in a virtual classroom setting. I believe learning by repetition is super important. That's what I've sort of presented a lot in this course, and the assignments are tailored for that, as adapted from my time teaching at Art Center. And each of these lessons have step-by-step -step explanations in real time. If you've ever seen my videos, you know exactly how I teach. And this course is intended to be a substitute for a college level course, but you don't have to pay the four or $5,000 per class, racking up maybe 200K in debt. With my custom design course, you'd be paying a fraction of that. And of course, I also have payment plan options if you don't want to pay for the whole thing at once. Thank you for watching this and I'll see you soon. Hey guys, welcome back to Digital Artcast. Um, thanks again for tuning in for another episode. Uh, I hope again where you are in the world, you are safe and being creative as always. Um, thanks again to people who have been joining the Discord uh, recently and also putting in suggestions for guests. Uh, I am paying attention to each and every one of them and obviously trying my best to reach out to people to get interviews sorted. But of course, in the way the world is just now, with people of course having busy lifestyles, um, I'm waiting on people getting back to me. So, um, but I am listening just to let you guys know. 
Um, thanks again to the people on Discord who have been posting work as well and sharing their thoughts on art. Um, it's been great to see you guys interacting. And of course, uh, yeah, again, any suggestions or comments down below in any of the, the channels, yeah, either it be YouTube or the Discord, or any feedback on the show is always appreciated. Um, yeah, so again, it's one of these things where uh, we usually have uh, amazing um, podcast guests and people on. Um, it's one of these things where, you know, uh, I always try to get and source the best guests I can. Um, in this case, I think I found one of uh, the small gems in the rough at this point. One of these artists that I think people um, maybe even sometimes miss, but I definitely have had my eye on them for a long, long time, um, going back to even 2015. So, I mean, yeah, there's definitely history there. Um, today, we are talking to Mr. Henrik Rosenberg. So, hey, Henrik, how's it going, hey, buddy? Hey, guys. Hello, yeah, hello. it's going well. It's going well. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, we had a, a small uh, blip there on the internet for some reason that kind of cut and then went back on. So um, <laughs> yeah, noticed. That's why it, it just keep, it keeps going. So <laughs> it seems it seems to have, have kept it straight. So fingers crossed. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So so we go back a while. I think unlike other guests, because we started hanging out in um, a kind of sketch group um, that was, um, I think goes back to about twenty fifteen. Mm. um and then we were kind of hanging out there doing sketches um yeah you know learning grinding and all that kind of stuff funny enough i think it was it was the grind right that was that was the group we were on yeah there was yeah i was thinking if it was like artcore or the grind i don't remember it was so i many think groups. it makes it both probably because artcore kind of came first didn't it oh my god this is terrible hold on i'm going to pause it the next two seconds right yeah, so it was, uh, I think Artcore or, or The Grind, it was one of them. There was, I think, it was one of these things, did Artcore not come first? And then it kind of faded, and then The Grind was what replaced it. it was something God, like that, I don't wasn't it? remember. I just remember I was, I was no, in college I or something, and you, you started to see all these groups pop up about... Yeah, yeah groups, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it was, I don't know, it was, you know, it was fun. It was really, a lot, like, a lot of energy. Um yeah. And I think you need a lot of that. <laughs> oh, momentum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, it's the same. I mean, you're part of the, the Discord group that I've kind of started to build, um, which is, it's less kind of amateurish, like people just, anybody just coming in, it's it's more focused for professionals. So, like, a lot of people in there are, like, art directors or lead singers, um, which is good that it's kind of like a mini networking thing I'm trying to organize as well because I think at one point I would love I'd love to do an mm. event at one point and have people come and, and you know control G would be maybe one of them but um it's a big thing to organize as, as well we know because the guys like Daniel and stuff who run in short shops have kind of put that on the back burner for a while because it was basically taking up like most you know 67 percent of their time to organize yeah I remember um, you told me and yeah. he wanted to focus differently back water busters instead and i i understand yeah. that very well but yeah i, I don't know it was a shame because it was it was a nice event it's really cool. yeah yeah it was definitely one of the the biggest and better ones in the uk um although i know vertex is now kind of like taking that matter to an extent like it's one of the bigger ones in uh-huh. london um and uh, i know so concept 101 do you, have you heard no, of that I, I i don't keep track of any of the events really um so there's one the guys who run it are in the discord and uh they are running an event called concept 101 and it's happening on the 9th of september and it's free to attend so you can buy tickets online they're free um the only condition is you need to get there yourself obviously you need to get to the event in london um but you know there's no cost of 
uh, the event, but it's only one day, and I think it's quite a bare bones thing where they're having speakers come and do portfolio reviews and and do talks and stages and stuff. Yeah, it's not a couple of days, and it's no like the you know maybe don't have bigger names coming internationally and stuff like that. But they do have a good few names, especially from the UK, um, like Sandra and stuff like that, and a couple other people are, are speaking. ILM is going to be there, and uh, I think um, the Brainbug guys as well. So Jamie, Jamie Clapham's uh, kind of small company that he formed after leaving Rare. Um, so there's a couple of people going to be there. So there's at least there's that, there's that. But like, yeah, I think Vertex is one of the bigger ones because that's like run by a company mm. as opposed to just like individuals. So um, and that covers everything. It's not just concept. It's also like um, like 3D and software stuff hmm. like that. Cool. So yeah, there's a few. I mean, still, I think the biggest ones are like THU and Playgrounds. I think they're still two of the biggest. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you yeah. you used to go to a lot of them, right? All of them, yeah. <laughs> Pre-pandemic, I was I was just coming back from Lightbox in LA, mm. um, so I went there and got to tour Blizzard and Riot and a couple other places and hang out with some of my buddies for America. That's um, awesome. Raph, all those kind of guys. It was great. It was a lot of fun. Um, so, but it's yeah, the pandemic kind of put a, a stop to that. So, um, I mean, I've just not had the, the funds as well. I mean, I was I was lucky. I got help to go to Lightbox, um, but then. Teach you and stuff like that are still a lot of cash as well. So it's just it's money at the moment. It's just trying to organize that. It is expensive. And, and especially if you go to that yeah. many as you are. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was trying to go as many as I could at the point, but some of them I was getting like help to go and some of them I was like winning tickets and then other ones I was like, you know, just turning up on the day and hoping I could get in. Yeah, there was a few good ones, but I was glad I done it at the time because it, it definitely made a lot of contacts for me and a lot of people I now know well are because of those events. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, you've obviously been busy I think just grinding in general, right? You probably don't want to a ton of them because you just been, been working, the one, right? And that was the one where we met. Oh, okay. And it's your yeah. workshops. <laughs> that was the one, and that was because uh, Daniel invited me. Um, yeah. Yep. I remember seeing your name on the docket. I was like, yeah, about time. So. You have to come there and paint yeah. some. I think I actually bumped into you and went, oh, hey, buddy. And, yeah. You, know, you were walking towards doing your demo. Yeah, I, think, yeah. So. I was yeah. very nervous, I remember, but mm-hmm. it went well. It was fun. Yeah. I mean, like, you. Yeah, I mean, as long as it's been done, I think the more you do these things, you just naturally gain an affinity. To yeah. Get, you know, I mean, I'm just one of these people who I talk, 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 and I'm <laughs> You're very confident. I'm just like very good up. at networking and. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's worked to my advantage, but yeah, it's one of these things that um, I just wish the other part came easy to me as well, the art side of it. But I mean, I think it has. I think it will. Um, I think it does. It's just that the focus has been hard for me because it's been trying to just steer my direction of where do I want to end up, what do I want to do. And I think it's very natural for somebody who leaves university, uh, you know, in their early 20s, they spend a couple of years thinking, what do I want to do in my life? Where do I want to aim? What direction do I want yeah. to go? It's harder for me because I'm in my 30s and people see it as a weird thing. But like, I think if I was 10 years younger, people would see <sighs> it as, you know, quite normal. But People always have a lot of opinions about everything. So Yes. They do. <laughs> Shouldn't be too concerned with that. No, no, definitely no. Um, but I, I digress. We're talking kind of talking about me now. But uh, so you've been drawing your ass off for the last six, seven years, something like that. Um, Longer. Yeah, but I think I think it's around ten. Um, wow. That I've been working. A while. Yeah, really, really hard. I haven't done much else, honestly. Um, and the. And I'm, I don't know, I was kind of, I wasn't thinking too much about, like, do I want to do 3D? Do I want to do that? Do, you know, I was like, 2D. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to do. Um, I was so set on that. 
Um, and like, I just wanted to make yeah make my shit and get you know m- make others see what what, mm-hmm. what I wanted to show them, you know, and um, yeah. being able to get hired to to do what I wanted and make a living out of it. Um, and yeah, it's been very, um, very hard. Um, a lot of work. It didn't, it didn't come for free. Tell you that much. No, no. And people see that as a thing where they're, you know, to the outside people, they'll say, Oh, you know, you must be so talented that you can, you know, do this for, for money. And it must have came so easy to you. And you're like, no, (laughs) it took a long fucking time. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Um, but then you went to school specifically for it, right? You were in, you were talking about college a couple yeah. of years back. Is that what you were studying? Was, no, was I studied I studied oh, game okay. design. Ah, okay, interesting. Um, but right. I, okay. that was a stupid thing because I thought game design was, um, you know, designing graphics for games. But the first lecture, right. they were like, explained, you know, what game design was. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> I was like, oh no. Um, but my grades were so bad. So, so I, you know, I thought I can't really, you know, apply anywhere else. So I was like, okay, now I have three years. Um, Mm -hmm. and like a lot of the school time is going to be about game design and 3d. So the rest of like all of my free time I was drawing like constantly. Uh, and I had a good bunch of friends who, you know, we're also very hyped on making it. So we were working, you know, late at school together. And but yeah, it was really good, like good times, you know. You just need that that small clicky, just a couple of people. Who want to I mean, it's, it's, it's difficult even, yeah, even with the Discord, it's difficult because, I mean, like there's 300 odd people in it. But, you know, you're lucky if there's two or three people in the chat, even at, at the best of times. I mean, it's, it's hard to, to, I mean, I know people have got their lives, you know, especially with COVID, like people are getting sick of being at the computers, so they maybe not want to stay there all night. Um, but I want to try and form some group where, you know, we could be sitting in the chat, working away, talking. I mean, it's happened a few times, but it's, it's just as rare. It is getting more and more rare because I think the more we sat behind the computers during the pandemic, I think people just started to get eventually sick of it and wanted to be out more. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, that definitely yeah. happened with me. But it, that was like, like the pandemic, it, it, it didn't feel very different for me. Like my, if you, my routines was pretty much the same. I was always staying inside and painting, so it was didn't matter. But but now that I've made it, you know, I can have a good, sustainable living out of this. Um, right. Now I've started looking elsewhere a bit, you know, like, hey, what, what are all the other things I didn't do? And what, what right. like, and now I want to do those. So I've been trying to get out a lot more and I don't feel I have, um, I don't know. I'm pretty. I'm just pretty sick of working all the time right now, anyway. And that might change later. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. It's just been so much, <laughs> so much. Of yeah. That. No, it's. I mean, we've all experienced burnout, and I think me more than others because I've developed this thing that I hate, where I can't switch off from the industry. You know, even when I'm away from my computer, I'm always looking up talks or demos or thinking about reference. Or uh, it's kind of the brain mentality you have to have, I think, to make it mm. right. That you're constantly trying to hone your craft or think about the next thing or chase emails or respond to stuff when you're oh, out yeah. um but it becomes all consuming and i kind of hate the fact that like you know it, it does become it's like a lifestyle yeah. right it's like a thing where it's just so much of your life is wrapped yeah. up in it um and it 
causes so many, I mean, especially during the pandemic, like I developed, I think one medical condition in general, like my eye, I have this thing in my eye now where like, it's, it's kind of like stinted a bit and yeah. yeah and like my had to, I don't have to wear glasses and mm-hmm. you know, my health in general has just went down the fucking chair. So it like, does. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Fuck man. I feel you. Um, back problems, all that kind of I've shit. I've had it all. Like the, yeah, I, I burned out. Um, that was a couple of years ago, but that was like the big, you know, hitting the wall. And b- before that, right. I was working, you know, 12, 14 hours a day, maybe like every day, yeah. constantly just grinding, grinding, grinding. And then mm-hmm. I don't know what, yeah, I had, uh, you know, like I was eating bread and I, I got stuck a bit of it in, in my throat. And, oh, and wow, okay. uh, I don't know, that like triggered something in me that, you know, everything that I had been building up. And after that, mm-hmm. it was just like, so I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't work or do anything pretty much for a couple of months. And, but then, I mean, that's the thing, you know, when we were back in those groups, it was always like, oh, you got to grind. You got to always work. And, but no one tells you Hustle about, the, yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, it's difficult, man. I mean, it's one of these things that, uh, I, you know, I've been lucky the last maybe two years and since I left and I graduated in 2018 I've had freelance gigs here and there I mean it's nothing major right I've not had any huge 95s the biggest thing that came was last year when I worked with Fabricade mm-hmm. and uh I got that gig back in July last year and now that's kind of came to an end or will come to an end this month next month and uh that was a good year because that was like a steady paycheck every month the work wasn't too hard like it was great it was it was challenging in a way but it wasn't like I was killing myself again like I was at my computer you know what we would work our eight hours or seven hours, whatever it was. And, you know, Matt would say is right, get off the computer, go outside and enjoy. <laughs> He's a very big advocate of, you know, he doesn't want people, because he'd done it for years, working for like Lucasfilm mm-hmm. and Disney and stuff like that. He worked, you know, crazy mm-hmm. hours and people were like sleeping at the studio and he's like, I'm never going to enforce that on people. Yeah. You know, that's the old way of working. I don't want that to exactly. be the norm. So we got to have our weekends off. We got to just, it was good to be able to just, like the whole pressure that just like fell off me when I had that gig um and it's just unfortunate now that their funding is kind of like slowed down and, and they're going in our direction so the thing i was doing isn't available anymore but you know it's just one of these things i think with industry you it's hard to sit still i think the the, the issue i had when i took that gig is that i, I kind of let everything else lax and because i was so pent up from trying so hard for so many years so i felt like because the pressure was off i could relax but um yeah it's now got to a point where uh um you know I, i'm I'm back on my feet and i've got this gap so i'm trying to use it to, to better my art again but yeah it's difficult oh, wow. it's really that was difficult. a long uh... was that oh, a long yeah. one? Oh god yeah <laughs> <laughs> sorry guys we're having technical difficulties we have to chop bits and pieces of this interview together, but... yeah you said something <laughs> the last thing i heard was uh he had worked for lucasfilm and um all, all the ways of yeah, working yeah. yeah basically he didn't want people to be like sleeping at their desks no. and you know hunched over you know for 12 hours and stuff he was like that's you know bullshit so he's like yeah but then that's the thing is i said when i took that gig and i had that whole year i became quite lax and i think a lot of a lot a lot of things slide because um i was so pent up and, and burnt out I, I wanted to have a break but now i'm in the, the bucket where you know i have let things lax and now because i'm leaving this gig i'm having to now build more stuff to, to find another gig so, god it's so yeah. hard um that that like when you tour, because I'm like, even if I'm like doing quite a bit of creative, you know, things I like writing and I like, 
uh, you know, I'm painting, you know, doing the work, and I want to paint my own shit, and and I w- I have so many things I want to do, but I've like the hardest thing for me to accept is just I can't. Like it's right now, my brain can't deal with that, and just yeah. accepting that has been incredibly hard. Um, but then just like finding other things that I find maybe not equally fun because I don't think like you know when I'm on a you know when you have um flow with art it's like the best drug it's like incre- incredible um yes everything just works out you like an idea pops into your head and your hand just translates <laughs> you know like whoa okay yeah. <laughs> um that's a very cool feeling but um yeah but then it's like it's like a drug right in a sense that you can get addicted <sighs> to it you will chase it constantly mm. um you know, and if you can't get back into it, you're always like getting so frustrated. Like, mm. fuck, man! Like, come on! I just want to just feel what I'm painting. Like, just you know. But I, I've even experienced it with 3D. You know, you can get so into a piece that time does fade away. Like, you're you know, you're you look up at the clock; it's been four hours. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's uh, yeah. It's, I mean, but but then it's it's very particular, I think, as well to just the artistic pursuit we have as well, where you're painting for the entertainment industry or you're painting bigger things because sometimes the project gets you to that state as well like if you're working on something really cool like if, you know because you you now have worked on uh D for games workshop stuff like that so i've never um, i haven't worked and for also, but okay right not specifically ah, interesting so what was the one you were doing with, with games workshop mm, the, uh, yeah i can't talk about it yet you know but okay right so you're still i mean i, I mean you would have done so the stuff in your past you've have, have you only just started recently working for them or is that is that stuff you've done also uh, i mean i well? have worked but that was through another company um, right okay and then yeah. i now i worked for uh black library just recently right, okay. right and yeah. that, which is an offshoot of what yeah, they're doing and that yeah. hasn't been released yet yeah yeah no i mean like even the the arcadia stuff you're doing as oh, well yeah. was was really awesome yeah yeah that was yeah. really cool stuff say, um you were doing uh, for still them. am, yeah. but um, right now I'm trying to get rid of all the um, uh, freelance work, actually. Right. Because um, now I'm just going to try to have the um, the full-time gig, because um, they've been very nice to me, you know, trying to keep... I only work, you know, lesser hours than normal, and they've given me a good pay and everything. But then in return, they, of course, want me to not burn out with <laughs> other projects on right. the side. So. And yes, then yes, that, yes. that is very reasonable of them. So, um, yeah. So Black Library would be like, you know, kind of like full-time gig. That's what you're trying to do, like kind of 95 Monday to Friday kind of thing. Uh, Black Library? Yeah, no, yeah. That, I, that was like before this. The, I just started the concept art gig two weeks ago. Right. Okay. So is Arcadia the thing you're doing more full-time no. now? I can't, I can't tell no. uh, yet. <laughs> Okay, right, right, right. So the thing you're doing now is the thing that you can't yes. talk about, right? Okay, yeah, that exactly. Makes sense. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. Um, but yeah, I, yeah. I guess it will be revealed eventually. But it's gonna yeah, be. Yeah. I mean, at least that's good, right? I mean, at least you're in a, a place now where that is happening. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's very rare to to find that gig where <sighs> so you know, rare. You know what's it's just insane. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was recommended by by um, uh, a guy in um, in the Discord channel I'm in with some German artists, uh, and he, and he got okay. into this pre-production on this project and he recommended me and i got in and um, i don't know i was like you know you get in you're super nervous and you want to perform so i totally overperformed 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were it's like, good. oh shit, okay, he's fast, you know, and he's he's doing good shit. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, oh fuck, now I really, I set a high standard for <laughs> myself. And, and I was trying to keep that up, and eventually I told him, like, I can't keep this up, <laughs> you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But then they were happy enough, so they brought me on, you know, for there's going to be a couple of years, and it's going to, you know, it's a big project, but it's going to be a big team and a lot of money involved. So it's, yeah, it's kind of, um, nerve-wracking as well but uh, but but i i don't know i like being in in that situation too you know so that's good is that uh so even just because you've just announced recently as well that you've started working with blizzard mm-hmm. right so that's is, is this also a separate thing from blizzard yep. right okay oh well, you've got a lot of stuff in the fire yeah, right yeah, there, okay, yeah, you're busy. Yeah. and i was yeah, i yeah. was approached there was that week when i I, you know, told the, this company that, yeah, we'll do this. Like, let's go the full-time thing. Mm-hmm. There was, mm-hmm. I think there were six other companies reaching out and they were like, hey, do you want to work with us? Do you want to start here? I was like, what the fuck is going on? You know? Um, <laughs> yeah. Of course. It's just, yeah. They just felt silly, you know, because I never, I've never had that. Um, no, so no, many no never, yeah. never. Like there is, it, it feels like it comes and goes, you know, but I've never had that many uh so it just yeah. felt insane but uh of course very cool i think you're also getting you're getting a lot of traction as well though right like there's a lot of publicity yeah. now about your stuff and you know your stuff's gonna get out there and people are seeing your work more and, and more yeah and uh, that's very cool yeah 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 i mean i definitely i think you came back on my radar even last year when you were posting some stuff and you know other artists talking about you and, and we were in uh paul canavan's chat as well like his stream he was talking yeah. about you as well about how much you loved your stuff yeah and... yeah he's always very nice <laughs> about all of that yeah but um yeah paul's all the guy paul's paul's one of the nicest guys in the industry i think i've ever met he's so genuine about his approach and and it's just such an honest dude yeah, it's really um, just helping people so much as well it's, re- it's really inspiring to see him i don't know is he very yeah, very good guy yeah yeah I'm, i'll actually I'll, I'll even link a bit uh down below for paul's uh Twitch channel because it's worth. Oh uh, yeah, you study with his channel. It's worth it's investing. Very in it's entertaining, really good... and you learn a lot too, um, for sure. Yeah, he's also a good entertainer, but he's also a really good artist. Um, on top. Of oh that, yeah, so. yeah. It's yeah. funny. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I bumped into Paul years back when I was hanging with uh, some other artists, and uh, very quiet, very keeps to himself. But then you look at his art station, you're like, wow, you've worked on such incredible stuff, and. He was even working on a, a Legacy of Kane, like a, a reboot, you know, to the whole series. Like it was concepts he's got in his art station that are from that, like try, that reboot they, they tried to make, and uh, it never never happened. But it was like you're, Jesus you're Christ, gonna, like it's one of my favorite. You're gonna IPs. find with me that I don't know any IPs. Like it's, I just feel so. I oh the Legacy of Kane stuff. Oh yeah, that's that's old school. It's quite an older. <sighs> yeah, yeah, but like whenever someone is like, "Hey, do you, oh this artist posted new work," I'm like, yeah. Yeah, no yeah, idea. I'm afraid so. Like, I'm not. I just feel so stupid sometimes. Like, I should be more invested in uh, everything going on. No, no, but I think because you've spent so much time in your craft, mm. right? Like, that's it takes away from other things. Like, keeping on. I mean, I'm probably too involved in the industry to a point that I can name multiple <laughs> people and I know multiple games and IPs. You know, like it's because I'm a fan also of that genre. Of, you know, I love games, yeah. I love movies, so. Um, but yeah, you know, Legacy came was an incredible series. It was Amy Hennig wrote it back in the day at Crystal Dynamics, and she eventually went on to write the Uncharted mm, series for Naughty Dog, okay. Drake, and stuff like that. So that was her first kind of big 
sounds so familiar. Legacy of Cain was about a vampire called Cain mm. uh, who is murdered during the. It's like a high fantasy, so he's he's like a knight back in the realm, and he's murdered, and he has a chance to come back basically from the dead as a vampire. Oh, yeah. An offer of coming back to kill his kill his assailants, but the the it's kind of like a cursed thing where he gets to come back, but he comes back as a vampire, and it's a whole. It, it spawned us a, a series of games called Soul Reaver. Yeah, as yeah. Well. I was going to say it's connected to Soul Reaver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's basically so. Kane in the first game basically does his whole thing, and then he gets to rule over the land. And in the second game, Soul Reaver, um, he creates an army of of lieutenants of oh. other vampires, and Raziel is one of them who eventually mm. you know gets betrayed and gets thrown in the lake and becomes blue and has wings right. so yeah, yeah but the writing behind it was incredible the whole lore that amy wrote for that was you know astounding the the, the story that it spans and the whole uh story of like how the vampires came to be like the children and how they kind of came into the world and how they oh. were first and the whole thing it's incredible if you ever got a chance i totally should actually this looks awesome yeah. I, I remember i loved soul reaver we had that on it's a PS1? PlayStation 1? Yeah. Probably. The first one was PlayStation yeah. 1, I think, yeah. yeah. Me and my Back brother had it. And I thought it was so awesome. Um, yeah, yeah. No, Soul Reavers, the, the whole story of Raziel is incredible. It's it's a really big, long... I think it spanned over a little bit five games, but... Oh, shit. Yeah, the, the writing behind it was was incredible. Um, especially the way it kind of... The last game in the series kind of ended the story and there was a kind of bit where it was like, oh, there might be something else in the future, but yeah. Awesome everybody's waiting for it man there's so many people that i even posted a, a fan art thing the other day using the ai stuff and people were like oh come <laughs> that game come back like there's so many people wanting to just <laughs> resurrect give me more um give me more so yeah 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 the older generation um but yeah so i mean when it comes to this stuff like yeah paul is is, is on the the button with with art he's uh he's, he's a good dude so yeah check him out um but yeah so i mean talking about being on the streams and stuff like that yeah just your name definitely came up a few times and then I've seen your stuff kind of pop up on ArtStation and it's, it's got popular. Yeah. And yeah, it's one of these things I think just the years of grinding have paid off, right? You're getting to a point now yeah. where you're kind of reaping the, the benefits of oh, the hard yeah, work. Of course. I mean, I mean, that's just, that, that was one of the things I had, you know, so I knew it, it just felt like a natural law. Like if you put enough love into something, you're going to, it's going to pay off eventually. And I had that in the back of my head all the time. So I was, I think, and I think that's why I sort of um, dared to believe in what I was doing, like that, that there was a place for all of that. Um, it, it just didn't exist. Yeah, cause we, um, yeah. Cause we had this conversation not too long ago on Facebook. We were talking about this whole thing about, I didn't think your style would appeal to a mass market because, you know, like you see what's, you see what's popular right in art station you see the stuff that that people yeah. will look at or do or make replicas of but your style was very unique was very you know um was still technically great but then it it, it looked it belonged in a particular place and it, i thought that'd be harder for you to find that particular place but then you've obviously yeah. you've done well so i, I mean, think i think my style is uh i think it feels a bit old you know old school I was going to say, yeah, like more like the yeah. early D&D books, like the stuff you used to see in the fantasy manuals. Like Exactly, and I think that's why it appeals, you know, because I think in a way people get a bit nostalgic, you know, because I think a lot of yes. what I like to create is based on my own nostalgia, you know, over growing up playing tabletop RPGs and stuff like that. Um, and uh, yeah, but I've, you know, I've only been doing illustration up until now, really. 
mm-hmm. but then I see I, I told them when it when I was in the interview with these guys, like I've never done concept art, but you know, I can draw mm-hmm. and I have ideas. So if you're willing to yeah. you know take a chance with me on that, then let's go. Like I'm ready to try, you know. And mm-hmm. I mean turns out it's not that different anyway you know it's all about come up with cool yeah ideas. i was gonna say you've got the base level stuff yeah. yeah i think it's just it's the hardest thing about being a concept artist i think people don't get especially younger students is design design is hard to teach it's one of these things you have to learn oh, it for yourself yeah. and and go through those rigmaroles those kind of um foundations early on um because people think that drawing's enough but then design language is a big thing yeah as well, right yeah i agree and just like um doing it enough until it's like for me i've been very like intuition driven i'm very you know just going by feeling so i don't like it's always been very hard for me to explain my mental process when i'm creating like if someone asks me hey how do you think about this i'm like it's like my brain is telling me hey something's missing you know um but i'm I've been thinking that I should sit down sometime and actually break it down partially because I would love to, you know, pass on some of it, but also for my own sake, I think it would, you know, just be interesting to understand why my brain thinks something is missing, you know? Um, Yeah. Intuition is one of these things that it's, it served me well as far as the podcast and doing other things in my life. But then it definitely is one of these things where, I may not be a professional level artist, but I now have an eye that's trained enough that I can look at things and see why something mm. doesn't work as opposed to why mm. it does. Um, like even when I look at student work, I mean, I'm not, I, I would say a huge professional in the sense that I've worked in a big AAA space, but when people hand me student work and I look at it, I'm like, all right, okay. And I'll turn it and be like, yeah, this bit could, you could do that. You know, like I can give enough mm. feedback um, from my stance that I know kind of what I'm talking right, about. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's hard because it takes like, years to train that. You have to, you just consume 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 mm. for a long time and then you start to feel what's off it's like an uncali- 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 exactly thing. yeah i mean you you can definitely start seeing what's not working you know it can be just small things and sometimes it's like a hand looks weird but but it's because of style you know and it's cool but sometimes it just doesn't look good and it's weird and you're like mm, okay <laughs> um so yeah yeah that's true and you're working, I was going to say as well, we, the, the thing you're doing, because it might come more intuitive to you because of the way you're working, but are you traditionally painting and drawing these things and then scanning them in? Or are you working exclusively in Photoshop and, and digital? No, digital. Um, the major, yeah. major. Which I think is incredible because up until this point this morning, I thought you were still doing things <laughs> traditionally. And then, no, because like I know, because there is people I know who do like oil paintings yeah. for magic, right? And then they take huge photos of them and then they become the cards. So, I thought there might be a transference process where you were maybe doing some stuff traditionally and then importing it. But yeah, that that's even crazier that you can get that style with digital tools, um, right? That's the even crazier I mean, part. I, ha- I have been tinkering with uh, gouache and, uh, and things like that because I wanted, you know, I've always been a big fan of the traditional uh, artists, you know, Paul Bonner, Jesper Hazing, uh and people like that. So I, I've, been, I've been playing around with it just to see how it works. And then I've been trying to emulate that um and it's also been i've i have had a lot of ideas about restricting myself when it comes to like i don't use any layer options i only use normal layers um okay and i try to merge everything so i often use some work on one two or three layers you know um right 
which is I think I wanted to do that because I wanted to understand, like really understand how color works or how whatever works. I didn't want to just pull some sliders and get there, you know. I've been very harsh yeah, on course. myself, but it's also it's very interesting because when I sit down with paper and color, I can translate. It almost looks the same, um, right? Because it's like it's not far off, you know. Of course. Uh, so it's yeah. been kind of interesting, but now I'm I'm uh, I've started using some aid, uh, you know, to just to make life a bit easier. I'm not as yeah. Not as harsh. You've not got to punish yourself constantly. <laughs> exactly that. Yeah. Exactly that. Yeah. It's kind of like the monk mentality, right? You're going to be, you know, I'm going to starve myself. I'm not going to eat anything until, you know, I've done so many things or I'm not going to, you know, I, I mean, it's it's uh, not to get too personal here, Henrik, but you have a partner, right? You have a, you have yeah. a significant other. So, I mean, yeah, one of the saving graces I've had is having Diane in my life the last couple of years and her just basically being like, you don't have to be as hard on yourself. Like, just take it easy. Stop the overthinking. Get away from the computer. It's, it's, it's difficult. I mean, I even watched a, a thing recently with Proco where they were doing an interview at Comic-Con and one of the guys was saying that the reason he, had, he has balance, because we're talking about balance as an artist, and he was like, the only reason I have balance now is because I have a mm-hmm. kid, right? So I have to physically pull myself away from the computer to look after them. So, I mean, like, if I didn't have that, I would just, I wouldn't stop drawing. No. So, yeah, I think there's a whole mentality when you become an artist is that you have to suffer for your art, um, which I think is a really old way yeah. of looking at things and it's probably why we have so yeah, many problems. Yeah, it is. It is. And uh, I know I've been very ready to suffer for it. Like I've been I've been very okay with feeling like shit just to <laughs> for some reason. I don't know. Like because I, I think yeah, that was yeah. just the mentality we were taught, you know. Or or the, that yeah. was like the common end. Even when I was in school they were like, you know, speak talking about crunch and these what's it called? Dead dead man's uh march or whatever you know it was like super right, crunch yeah. um and they were like i was like okay shit i guess the, that's how the world is you know and I, everyone is gonna yeah, be yeah. an asshole and they were just painting out this <laughs> horrible picture of what the gaming industry was supposed to be you know and and i was like okay well if that's what it takes let's fucking go you know let's go to war yeah, but, yeah. uh yeah. then it turns out you you know you get out there and you talk to someone and you you're oh shit they're nice what's up why are yeah. they so nice? It's not <laughs> supposed to be like this. Oh, why Why do they want me to work less? Oh, they want me to feel well. Holy shit. Yeah. You know? <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, yeah. I think it also comes from, I think, the the United States as well, because, you know, they, for a long time, were kind of the keepers of the magic, right? Where they were making games. They had lots of studios. There was a huge yeah. success over there. Um, we had it in a small portion in the UK, especially in Scotland, right? We had the guys at DMA who eventually become Rockstar North, who made Grand Theft Auto, but, um, and they were one of the worst for crunch. Like the, there was a whole thing back in the nineties or the early two thousands where the wives of the artists were out protesting in front of the studio because people weren't coming home. It was that mm. bad. So, um, yeah, the, the, I think because also the, the industries, especially games industries are so young. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you look at the film industry a hundred years ago, before it really got on its feet, you know, before the unions came along, before there was working time directives, you know, that was a bit of a shit show oh, as well. So we're still fighting off the 90s mentality of making games, I think. It's, it's you know, games itself are still a young buck in the, in the entertainment industry, although they generate a lot of money. But yeah, they, they're, the working practices are getting better. They're talking about unionization now. So I'm just hoping going forward that it's going to get less intense. Although I think the problem with you also is that you've chosen to walk the illustration path, right? And that 
and it senses nice. a grind and hard because yeah, anatomy, color, composition, tone, there's a lot like, of things. You know, uh, for sure, and uh, I mean, I don't know why it's like you know standard to pay so little in illustration. I don't know why mm-hmm. that is. Like, I think it's just a very outdated, um, very outdated like pay scale or whatever. I don't know what it is. Because now that I got into the concept art thing, you know, there's completely different type of money. Uh, yes. And I was like, okay, yeah, let's. That's awesome. You know, it's very nice. Uh, but because I love illustration, I really, I really do. You know, but it just where where is you out no, or, yeah. or me out anyway? Well, that's. I was going to say, I just quickly, I think the thing that was related to that is if you look at comic book artists, right? So, comic book artists, in a sense, are some of the greatest illustrators on the planet, right? Because these guys, anatomy wise, compositional channels. But then a lot of those guys, yeah, that's why I didn't go for it because I knew the pay was terrible. You know, there was was just not a lot of money in it. And a lot of those guys now work in animation for the reason that it just pays a lot better. There's unions, there's, you know, there's better projects, they don't have to draw as much. But because they built that that talent, that skill, then they walk into these jobs like that. Like people are desperate to have them because they're so well versed yeah. at storytelling. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's yeah. it's so strange. Like, I don't know why some some things pay so little like that. Because um, I mean, like you said, comic artists they are so incredibly good. Like they, because they have to be. And, uh, yeah, I, heard, I had a friend of mine who was, like, you know, sort of getting into it a bit, and he was going to do some cover for something, and, and the pay, you know, I was like, what? For for a fairly big company as well, I was like, what? Yeah, yeah, um, It's just not sustainable. I had, a, I had a friend, yeah, I had a friend in the UK years ago who done a run of Spider-Man for oh. Marvel, and uh, I think it was about 13 issues, and uh, I think that year he made about £9,000. For the whole for project, for thirteen, for thirteen issues, crazy. <laughs> so I mean, like, so this is this is the level we're on. I mean, this is when people. This is why I think I aim towards the entertainment industry because I knew, especially with three D now, I think it also helps because it's a technical mm-hmm. skill, right? And you tend to find that these people get technically better yeah. pays because the technical aspect is in it, right? Or oh, you must know more because you know a program and blah blah. But then it's like, yeah, the computer's doing technically most of the, the hefty lifting for us. We're just telling it what to do. But like with illustration, yeah, it's it's book covers and stuff like that. And, and then the more traditional route, yeah, the money is very <laughs> scarce. And I think that's why people will try to sell out eventually and get into stuff like Magic mm-hmm. and the bigger companies like D&D and stuff like that because they obviously pay a lot better and have bigger projects. So, um, yeah, I, I think at just one point you have, to, you have to sell out. It's hard to do it because you don't want to. You want to keep an integrity. But then at the same time... Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's where the money yeah, is. It's, so, yeah, it's incredibly, incredibly hard. Like, uh, I've been a bit lucky, you know, getting in on some, like, um, I don't know if you know who Free League Publishing is, but they're kind of a big deal in the tabletop RPG uh, market. Oh, okay. No, no. A uh, Swedish company that's like, it's going really well for them. And um, one of my art heroes, uh, Alvaro Tapia, he was like the main illustrator for one of their games. Um, but then I was, I don't know, he was, he moved on to something else and they brought me in to sort of fill those shoes. So that was kind of right. wrecking, but I got in and I've, I illustrated, I just finished it recently, two whole books um, that are going to okay. get re- released this autumn, I think. And that was, nice. you know, kind of cool to 
when you have full control over a project, sort of, you get to set the style on everything, like covers and il- interior illustrations and all that. Right. And I mean, then illustration is like it's more fun and it's a bit more. It gets a bit more reasonable because you can you can have a bit more demands, you know. But right. But still, it's like I'd, I'd still make half the money I would do from concept art. Right. You know. Yeah. While working seventy five percent, right? Yeah, yeah. No, it's, yeah. it's so silly. Um, and I don't know how to make it better. Even like what what we would have to do, we just have to, you know, put the foot down collectively and demand more. You know, the power, unfortunately, capitalism. Right, it, it always lies with the studios. You know, they've got the kind of last end say of how much people are getting paid. But I think it's also. A thing where one of my friends years ago made a, a kind of point to stop working with smaller kind of I wouldn't, I'm not going to say crappy companies but just people who weren't prepared to pay the way that he wanted to be paid and when he made that mindset change the offers came in right the whole mindset changed he kind of made himself feel a bit more classy like oh i'm not going to just work for like you know 75 bucks a cover like i want 750 and people were like oh, i'm never paying that because then um, i know he done some work with uh fantasy flight who traditionally don't pay great right no (laughs) so and he got to a point where he was like i'm done i'm not going to do anything anymore with that that company i wanted to move on and do other things and then yeah he started getting offers from magic and other people and the pay was obviously a lot better you know he was getting two three thousand in illustrations so yeah like yeah so i think you've got to take that mindset switch and you know it's even with me in 3d you know i have some people who will be like oh you know i'll pay you like you know i don't know 20 bucks a model or something i'm like 20 bucks for a model yeah, yeah, yeah for a whole model but then it's like there's people who are on fiverr who advertise like oh yeah yeah i can do you know 50 models for 10 bucks and i'm like it's just it totally just it's a race <laughs> to the bomb it's, it's, it's horrible jesus you know, so, christ um i, yeah. I don't i so have no the, idea how it works in 3d like do you get paid per model usually or is it i mean it depends with the company usually the way i was working with matt was it was a per day rate right so i was on about 150 dollars a day something mm-hmm. like that um 200 depending and then over the month obviously you're working five days a week you know three three thousand plus dollars uh you know was on a month but yeah i mean a daily rate is usually what most people will go for i think td is the same you know you, you say it right you know my daily gets me eight hours i'll take an hour for lunch you know so seven hours probably solid mm-hmm. work this is my rate here's what you pay me um the project will take four days mm-hmm. you know so there's whatever it's going to be um because, yeah, because you start, you know, getting to the nitty-gritty per illustration, then it starts to get a bit more technical or per model. So, yeah, you tend to just work for a day's worth of work is what people try. I mean, that's the best. For. I mean, if you, if you can have that, um, yeah, it's just so nice. And it's, like, very, um, I don't know, just a lot less stress, you know. Because, um, like, with yeah. illustration, it's like, hey, you get 200 for an illustration. Then you want to finish it in a day, you know. <laughs> that yeah, would be the best. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, <laughs> yeah, luckily I've I've been you know fairly quick uh, as well. Uh, but God, yeah, it's a lot of work all the time. Like um, I remember last year I was I was on a sprint. Like I was I did I had so much work because that's the stupid thing too. I accept everything. Yeah, because really... I get so excited. You know, I I love when people are there. Oh, I have this project. I'm like, ooh, okay, <laughs> show me what you got. You know, and. <laughs> And then I'm, I have accepted too many things, and all of a sudden there's like, you know, three deadlines in three days. Right. And I got to finish 15 yeah. pieces or whatever, and that 
kept going right. for four months. I was working seven days a week, all days, right. for four oh, wow. months. And um, by the end of that, poof, then I was like, okay, I'm going to take three days off. Yeah, right. Four weeks, you know, because once you start yeah, resting, yeah. <laughs> the, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Up. It, it sinks in. You're like, oh, yeah, I'm quite enjoying this. The fact that I'm not panicking. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. nice. <laughs> So this, so this yeah. is what it feels like to rest. I can oh. watch a movie. I can play a video <laughs> I can game watch like, yeah, like... all day if I want to. This is pretty nice. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's the double-sided coin with freelance, yeah. right? If you're not in a full-time gig, is that like you're either bursting at the seams trying mm-hmm. to get stuff done, or you're sitting watching movies all day. That's the two <laughs> extremes, right? That's yeah. yeah, which is hard because then it, I think that's why especially at my age right i'm 36 now so like i'm getting to a point where like i just want someone to make those decisions for me i just want someone to come in and be like here's your work for the day and go away you know as long as it's creative work i don't care because i've came from a background where i was an engineer also when i was at university when i left that job i worked in shitty part-time jobs at supermarkets at game stores you know i know what shit work is so like if i get to work for a games company and they're like here's your job for today here's your job for the week right great Mm. fantastic you know i'm happy to do it um but then it's it's hard to give up that that control. And I think for illustrators, especially like the way you've came up, you want more control over yeah. what you're making, the autonomy, like of I want to set styles, I want to make this, yeah. my project in a sense, what they have it, my footprint on it, you know, where it looks like the stuff I've done and have mm-hmm. traditionally done. I agree. So, yeah, I, yeah. I, I really I mean I really like um I really like uh freelancing like freelance illustration but i just don't like the i like the lifestyle of it you know where you can pick like you can choose when you want to work or you want to be like hey i'm just gonna go get out of town for a couple of days and you can do that because no one is gonna check you or whatever um but it's just a pay that's been a problem and and i've also sometimes you know it gets a bit lonely so that's been pretty interesting now um yeah being in the team and you're like oh it's not all on me anymore you know um but but I've also been very fortunate with this job that I'm working on now because they brought me in as lead concept artist. So I'm getting to set the style, like usually, right. or a bit, you know, it's not all of me, of course, but I get to have a say, um, which suits me very well because I like that, you know, blank canvas, hey, use your imagination, which is like, you know, what I'm good at. So um, yeah. I really, I really enjoy uh, I really enjoyed so far. Um, yeah, I mean, even as a, a lead responsibility, it's good as well because then you've got people under you, like you're kind of getting a bit more uh, traction industry where you get a bit more like say of what, what people do and, and a bit more authority, yeah. um, which is difficult. It's a balance, <laughs> right? You've got to not become uh, a dick. so much. <laughs> so, oh no, I I don't think that's like I don't have that in me, but but I can see what you mean. Yeah. Like it, it can easily come with power, of course. But, yeah, of course. Um, yeah, I don't I don't think that's gonna happen with me hopefully and if no i don't think it would either if it did i hope someone slaps me really hard no of course yeah (laughs) i stop it you know but uh no i I don't think that's going to be a problem um yeah yeah there's a lot of new things to learn for sure like with illustration you're like i'm just going to paint another pretty picture and chill you know do whatever i want but now it's like yeah we're going to work certain hours got to be in meetings got to be learning you know about because I don't know much about Scrum and stuff like that, so I got to learn all no, about that. No, of course, that. yeah, the harder stuff. To, yeah, the, the technical aspect, the admin stuff is always a bit harder for <laughs> artists because you're not used to that part of your brain on. Yeah, so, yeah, I was like, just tell me what to do and I will do it. But 
Yeah, so yeah. you want me to draw? Yeah, cool. Yeah, I can do pretty that. much. <laughs> pretty much. But yeah. Um yeah, but it's it's good that I think it's at least you're experiencing it now because there's so many people I know who are illustrators who were very object to that. They didn't want you know, being in a team working for a studio, that was a whole like, I'm never gonna do that, I'm never gonna touch that with a barge mm. pole, like um but at least you're open to the idea of like I wanted to experience it, right? it at least once, you know. And and also I was kind of sick uh, of um I don't know, I think, okay, I think art for me began as a way to, I, I didn't have a lot of, you know, confidence or self-esteem, so it started <laughs> as a way of, hey, I'm, you know, I can do stuff too, I'm, you know, I'm someone, and eventually I've worked with, you know, after the burnout and all, I've worked a lot with myself, and now I didn't have that need anymore as much, and then I was like, Okay, so why am I doing this? And I was, I had a bit of a hard time recently where I wasn't sure why I was creating anymore or why why I chose creating over something else. Um, so I thought, you know, it was it would be nice to just try something else too within creating because I was kind of sick of just pumping out illustration after illustration, Content. you know. And I was yeah. I'd done that for so long, so it's kind of a welcome change as well. Just see. What else? And I and I've always wanted to do that at least once in my career. And if I continue working for studios after this, I have no idea. Uh, yeah. Maybe I will go back once once yeah. the thing's finished. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's been a, like you say, it's a couple of years worth of work. So it's like there's enough time in there to really get a feel mm. for either yes or no. Like you, you'll definitely know by the end of it, you know how you feel one way or the other. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah, I think it's good also because of the team you're working in. Like, if it's not like a like a, a massive studio, it depends on the size of it. But like, I know people who have went in, and and the thing that's spoiled for them is they work for these like huge, 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 huge companies, and and you really do feel like a number there because you know they have five, six hundred employees, mm. and you know you're one of one department, and you know people don't really recognize you by your style. You're kind of adhering to other things, yeah. but yeah, I mean, at least you've had the the legacy of doing the illustration thing first, and then yeah. kind of. Like, you know, as an established exactly. artist. Exactly. I, I was I was always very concerned with that, uh, regarding like, you know, working for a studio as a concept artist or something. Because I met some people and they were like, Yeah, well, sometimes you just get you know, shoved into a corner and you get to design doors for two months. I was like, hmm, that's not for me, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, so I think this job I got now, like I've seen, you know, concept card gigs pop up now and then. I was like, oh, I should apply. But then I was like, eh, I don't know. But then I just got pulled in mm. to this and they were like ready to give me a lot of freedom. And, you know, I get to do a bit of writing as well. If I come up with ideas, I can write write down like lower bits, you know, help building oh, the cool. world as well. So, awesome. yeah. Yeah, the Blue Sky stuff I think is interesting, especially from where you've came from, where you've had a lot of idea generation. So, when you're getting to flex that muscle more, it definitely is probably something you're um, happy to do because, yeah, it, it then pulls on other parts of your creative mind, like you said, with writing mm-hmm. and other things, you know, not just illustration, you're not just somebody who's exactly. pumping out content. And even that with concept, like you're not having to do full illustrations, so it might even be a, a relief. No, exactly. You don't have to. No, it's more just like yeah. world building, you know, in general. Um, and I don't even do much, like super much drawing at the moment. Now it's more like collecting yeah. references, writing down ideas, you know, a little bit of sketching here and there. And I, don't, I like that variation a lot um, at the moment anyway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's good. Like, it's, it's like just a change of pace might be even just what your brain yeah, needs. I think so. It might just be one of these things that you've, you've been 
go 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 constantly for so long that you're getting to at least slow down a little bit and and like i said <coughs> earlier reap the rewards of of your grind so but that's the yeah. plan anyway like because i'm going to try to get rid of all the freelance and then just work my mm-hmm. i have six hours a day um yeah yeah six thing. hours yeah. that's it that i'm going to focus on you know because i have some you know stuff uh like I, that developed from burning out and uh, you know depression and all of that that I want to take care of. Yeah. And then just the physical health, of course, too, which e- easily deteriorates when you just sit at home so much. Yeah. So. I'm uh, I'm loving proof of that, buddy. I'm I'm right yeah. there with you. So. Yeah, I mean it's it's difficult as well because one of these things where you want to put the brakes on, you want to you know stop for as long as you can and and, and try and take a break, but. It's just, it's difficult because, you know, you're in this whole thing of you want to improve because you don't want to stagnate. You don't want to get worse. So it's like, well, how do you balance that with also having a life? Because for a lot of people, you know, you can, they can go to their work for eight hours a day and then come home and sit and watch the TV all night, right? They don't have to think about their work. They don't have mm. to think about what tomorrow's going to bring, the next thing they're doing. It's just like, oh, I'll just show up at nine o'clock yeah. and, you know. Yeah, it's not that you know, type of field. Really? No, exactly. It's because yeah. like it's more of a lifestyle, like you said, and more of a mm-hmm. like it's a very passionate driven thing. Maybe not for everyone, but you know, for a lot of people, that's the case. And um, I guess you're just gonna have to, in one way, learn how to live with that. But I think when I've kept up, you know, going on long walks every day, mm-hmm. no matter if I felt like it or not, that has really helped my brain sort things out mentally. Yeah, partially just because, you know, getting the blood pumping around in your body and partially just having a moment where you can't, you know, work or anything. You just start walking. You're just looking at your surrounding. You're just hearing familiar nature sounds and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that just helped me a lot. Just keeping up some healthy habits of some sort, you know, um, something to lean on. I don't know. It's very tricky, but I know I know it's very tricky. No, it's very very tricky. No, I think it's I think it's also why 3D now is appealing to me more, and the fact that I want to work for someone. I think I just want to have as much free time outside of that as I can. So if I'm not having to worry about where the work's coming from, if I'm working for a company, you know, and they're doing that part of it, and they're also you know working out the pay, they're giving me money every month. You know, it, it then alleviates some of the pressure from me. Whereas I think if I'd went the concept route or anything like what you're doing right now, like then yeah, you've got to pay a price of know sourcing your own work constantly being at the helm where you have to be better and better i mean with 3d obviously that's the same thing right you you can get to a point where you're obviously constantly you know you don't want to compare the two as like one's easier one's harder right like they're both equally hard but i think with 3d there's a there's a point you can get to with 3d where you're hireable and your stuff is good enough that you don't have to maybe improve as much or as quickly and there's not as many foundations underneath it whereas with drawing the whole emphasis is on your line work, right? So if, if you draw something that doesn't look proper or isn't in perspective or isn't foreshortened properly, then yeah, sure, that requires more grind and more working out. And whereas with 3D, um, a lot of that stuff is, is figured out already mm. for you, you know, perspective, light and color, that stuff is like, yeah. it's, it's not like you can click a button and things work for you, but then, yeah, I think there's more sacrifice has to come with pen and yeah. pencil. It's a bit like unforgiving, but 3D, I guess, is more technical, you know. Um, you know, you yeah. got to learn a lot of technical things and stuff like that. I've, I mean, I've been looking into learning some 3D now for the, um, you know, just to get some aid with perspective things or scenes or whatever. You oh, know? yeah, yeah. It wouldn't hurt. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, uh, I think even either 
in Blender, but mostly ZBrush, like sculpting, I think, would be something that would come more naturally to you as well because you've done so much anatomy studies, right? And, and things, your anatomy things, the way you look at things as well is that I think building those projects in 3D that you've drawn in 2D yeah. would be a good transition between the two mm. as well so yeah sculpting is nice I, I always liked that when i was in i was one year in art school sculpting was mm-hmm. fucking awesome i thought it's really yeah. nice yeah i think that would be a good natural progression from where your skill set is now to where you want to go in 3d i think building those things and it's more in, so you think zbrush would be my thing more than blender i mean i think because, yeah, with, with most 3D programs you're learning, the first essentials of those programs are usually hard surface, so you're building boxes and cylinders and things that would be mechanical in nature, so guns, you know, weapons, generators, um, no, all that back. kind of stuff. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Again, technical difficulties, guy. We'll cut it off soon, but yeah. Uh, no, yeah, 3D, so when you, you learn 3D initially, it's all the, the more hard surface stuff, so mechanical stuff like boxes, cylinders, mm. guns, weapons um swords all that kind of stuff but with zbrush it is a more organic flow because you're physically sculpting mm. the clay right so it's it's more like you're drawn with oh 3D. yeah maybe that's uh, what i'm looking for true yeah also if you can invest in it vr seems very cool yep oculus have a, a program a couple of them gravity sketch and some other ones where you will be able to physically sketch with the the, mm. the hand things and uh, and then yeah, also they have really good games as well. That's great. To do. Like I was playing Resident Evil and Oculus Quest the other two. Yeah, I tried that brilliant. at a friend's place. I'm very yeah, yeah, yeah. easily spooked, so that was fucking scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the Quest Two is great because the Quest Two has all the 3D capabilities and the headset, so you don't have to hook it up wire wise oh. to any computers or anything. You can physically just put the headset on and walk. You can go outside in your back garden and do it, like because the head everything's in the headset. Wait, so the Oculus. Oculus oh, Quest oh, 2. Oh, yeah. Shit. I think it's called the Meta Quest 2 now because obviously Facebook's changed. It's, huh. it's no. Uh, but yeah, so I think it's about 300 bucks, 250, something like that for the whole headset. Not but more? That's the reason I liked it because no, when I first I started it. with the Vive, you had to put a million uh, uh, cables into the, into the PC to make it work. But with the Quest, everything's. Everything's in here, so yeah, it's less God. set up, less. I gotta about, keep so. more updated. Like I don't. Yeah, yeah. No, the, the, yeah, the Quest Two is definitely what I would recommend if you want to get into VR because it's very easy to set up. It's very easy to use. Everything's built in it. So, so yeah. cool, though. Huh? Yeah. yeah. So, All right. Uh, okay, so I think we're going to yes. quit here because, like, our internet is just being unforgiven at this point. So. Welcome knows what's happening, but uh, but yeah, uh, we'll probably get him back on at one point to talk more about this process and other thoughts. And yeah, you've, you definitely. Be, I mean, I hope you've enjoyed it. Yeah, hope you've found yeah, for sure. Some yeah, yeah, man. Um, yeah, if you guys have listened to this point, thank you. As always, uh, it's great to have you guys all here for the ride. And uh, yeah, if you have any questions for Henrik or anything, any comments or any feedback, you can leave them down yeah. in the comments below. Always write um, me. if you're listening yeah yeah definitely i'll leave all his details he wants me to leave i'll leave them down below but um if you're listening on any kind of audio side of it um spotify or, or google podcast itunes anything like that we also have a, a youtube channel where you can come see our pretty faces and uh and see us talking so um yeah you can come down here here and leave some comments down below for as well and yeah again that's pretty much it um thanks to henrik for coming on um thanks to you guys for listening for and me. uh yeah, of course, man. More than welcome. We'll have you back on at one point, yeah. definitely. And, uh, and yeah, that's it. Um, we'll see you guys later. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Bye.